So if I were going to restart a chocolate business, these are the things that I would keep in mind. After being in the industry for 15 plus years, having a side business, having a full-time business, mentoring over 70 chocolatiers one-on-one, being amongst chocolatiers, basically the majority of my adulthood, I feel like I have a keen sense of things that I would personally make sure I have in my arsenal of tools and the type of skill set and the type of person I would need to be if I were restarting becoming a chocolatier again, meaning having my own business again. If you're like, hmm, I wonder if I have these things, stay tuned. Welcome to the I Heart Chocolate Podcast, a place where chasing dreams and chocolate is celebrated, where it's okay to take the abnormal path and pursue your true happiness. My name is Tina Codinia, chocolate business mentor, award-winning chocolatier, mama to a little one, and wifey to one seriously handsome Portuguese stud, fellow chocolatier, pastry chef, Bruno Codinia. I am all about doing the dang thing and doing it well. With 15 plus years of chocolate experience under my belt, I've worked in every chocolate scenario from massive factory to upscale boutique to wholesale to chocolate school to luxury hotels to having a side business to taking the business full time. Whoo! Today, I get to help other chocolatiers worldwide level up and absolutely crush it on their chocolate goals. Oh yeah, we are going to the top, my friends. So if you're looking to get inspired, have some more insight into chocolatier life, and learn a thing or two, you are in the right place. Thanks for coming with me on this journey, and without further ado, let's dive in. All right, hey, 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 chocolatiers. Welcome back to another episode of the I Heart Chocolate Podcast, safe space for chocolatiers, chocolatiers to learn about chocolatier life, chocolate business, all the things. I am Tina Cudinia. I highly believe that success is your own definition and it is what aligns most to you. I feel that when you have the right strategy, you can achieve anything you dang well please as long as you have a positive attitude and you're willing to put the hard work in and you always think positively, amazing things can happen. Anyways, I wanted to come on today's episode because sometimes there's something that seems so simple and so like I want to say common sense almost to me or to another experienced chocolatier because you've been in the industry for a while that I just realized there could be all these little nuggets of wisdom that could be passed down. And so I just wanted to come real quickly and share some things that I would definitely be thinking about if I were to be restarting a chocolate business or maybe revamping my business or looking on how I can improve my chocolate business, right? So let's just jump right in. All right, Okay, so number one is I would think, what can I offer different to the market? And I say different because there are so many chocolatiers who are buzzing and blooming and exploding, especially on social media, that sometimes it's hard to stand out. Everyone tends to kind of follow the trend. Everyone kind of tends to try and do what someone else is doing, assuming if it's working for that chocolatier, then it's going to work for me and all those types of things. I would try and think of what can I do slightly different in the sense of either my creations or the way I present my product or just something like some some little tweak or some little twist about my business that sets me apart so that if someone were to purchase chocolate from me, they would remember me more because I'm not just like anything else that you see online. I'm not just like anything else that you could buy in a commercial store or at that chocolate shop down the street, right? something different, something uniquely you. The second thing I would think about is 
the theme or and the values I'm associating with my business. This is something we did with Kudina Chocolate. And I would do this again if I were restarting. What I mean by this is the branding, basically. Again, this goes deeper into the overall energy that you have about your business, the overall cohesiveness that you have in the theme of how you present your business to other people. What I mean by that is, again, it's about standing out. So if you are just another chocolatier who has amazing, beautiful presentation, beautiful bonbons, all that stuff, but you don't have a story behind it, you don't have something to stand for, people don't understand who you are as a person, who you are as a chocolatier, uh, how you got started, things that you really value in terms of maybe, you know, ingredients that you chose or flavors that you chose for your collections, or maybe why you only work with certain chocolate or whatever, whatever the case, whatever the theme is of like how you built your business, the grit and the determination and things that make you uniquely you again. If that's not clear in your branding and how you present yourself, then again, you're not going to stand out. And if you're thinking, well, I, how can I stand out amongst all these other chocolatiers who are basically doing the same thing? I just have a passion for chocolate. Like what's so special about that? There's always something special about that, by the way. You are uniquely you. You have something about you that's really important to you. I feel that for me, naturally, I just kind of voice my opinions about things. When I go on my stories, I'm not always talking about chocolate, chocolate business. I'm talking about things that are important to me as a person things I believe as a person, because I want to share those things. First of all, I feel like there's might be someone else on the other side of the screen who also needs to hear it. And I feel like the conversations that I have with other chocolatiers who end up, whether they work with me or don't, come from those conversations of me sharing those other sides of myself. They don't come from me talking about, you know, the best thing strategy or one-on-one mentorship or whatever promotion I have going on. They don't come from those times that I show up. It comes from those little nuances about myself where someone can relate to me and be like, huh, she's a human. Oh, she's really into this. Oh my gosh. She also experienced this, you know, conflict in her life. And she has these similar feelings. Oh, she's a mom. Oh, she was hospitalized. Like all these types of things. So I just feel that the theme of it is that, you know, you you basically are showing who you are as a person um, in your brand. So it's like personal branding. So what is the theme or the values that you have as a person that you can share more in your brand? I would try and tap into those for sure if I were trying to revamp my business elevate my business or get my business dang started. The third thing that I would definitely work on is my people skills. So I am an introvert, which most people would know if you really know me. If you don't know me, you might think that I'm not because I show up on social media pretty often. But I'm a huge introvert. It's like I need my personal space. I can't be around people too, too long. I like having my alone time. I get more energy when I'm just kind of like by myself creating and stuff. But a huge part of being a business owner is having people skills, having social skills, understanding social cues, understanding how to have a conversation with people without being so ick about just talking about yourself or talking about your business or asking questions, trying to get a sale. Like those things just come across like you're just very transactional. And I feel that if you're trying to elevate your business, you have to bring it back to like a human level and really think, you know, why should someone converse with you in the first place? Why should someone have a conversation? Did you take the time to notice something about them? Do you have something to say besides buy my chocolate? Oh, I can help you with that. What are you looking for? Like, do you like, again, conversation, like what is it about you that 
shows that you're more than just a business owner, more than just a chocolatier, right? You notice there's a certain theme about tapping into like the personality, tapping into the personal, because I feel like it's just, I don't know, important, especially in today's world where social media, like for me at least, like I've seen so much content from coaches and online creators and everyone just trying to push their agenda. And it's, for me, honestly, it's become like a huge ick. I'm just like, oh, like my threshold for how much content, that type of content is like oversaturated because a lot of people are saying the same type of things, but people aren't really getting down to like the nitty gritty or giving details or showing, sharing important parts about their life. Not a lot of creators or online coaches or whatever. They're just trying to like shove this, I don't know, blah success upon you and make you feel bad about what you don't have and tell you you know that you can have rainbows and sunshine and it's so easy and blah 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 it's it's to me it's like that's not very I don't know I guess maybe when you reach a certain point it's harder to individualize your conversations but I still think it's very important that no matter what type of business you're in the people who are interested in conversing with you talking with you possibly purchasing from you, maybe just supporting your business in any which way to have the genuine care as a human being to acknowledge that. I think that goes a long, 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 long way. So that is something I would definitely work on if I were looking to elevate my business. The other thing that I would work on if I'm looking to start my own chocolate business or restart or elevate my chocolate business is have some sort of plan, like a five-year plan or a long-term plan. This is strategy. I used to be the type of person who just had so much gusto and would go into my business and be like, I'm just going to make this happen. That's it. (laughs) Point blank, I'm going to make it happen. That was my energy. And when things weren't happening, I realized that I didn't really have a plan. And I am also still to this day, a huge planner. Like I have a literal like paper planner thingy that I write down pretty much everything that I'm going to do for my day. But I am also a person who believes in like the universe and everything coming to you at the right time as well. I think it goes hand in hand. There's a quote and I'm not going to nail it right now, but I know it's something like opportunity is when hard work and preparation meet and it aligns something like that. Someone knows this quote, if you're listening, it's like, that's when the magic happens. It's because like you already did all the work And then when the opportunity presents itself, you're ready for it. And then it's just like, boom, right? So I would think about, you know, my long-term goals as a business owner. What do I want my business to be like? What do I see it growing into? Who is that girl who runs that type of business, you know? And I would start putting myself in the position to become that person. I would not act exactly as I am today. I would start thinking about, you know, Who's the girl that's going to have those things down the road? What does she look like? How does she act? How does she move about in her day? These are things like I learned this from my coach. I learned this from other coaches before. People have different sayings for it, but it's like make shift happen or be her now or do it for the after. These are all sayings from other coaches, but like it's all the same principle is that you want to become better. So you need to start embodying that better today because if you just settle for good or what you are now, change will not happen. 
it will not change. You need to freaking change your behavior, change your attitude, change how you, what you're surrounding yourself with, change something like what you need to learn or who you need to learn it from or the types of habits that you have in order to get to that next level. You have to embrace that uncomfortable process if you want your business to grow. And so if I were to restart my business, I would definitely get comfortable with the fact that change is inevitable and I have to get comfortable stepping into that next level version of me, meaning having a long-term goal and working towards that long-term goal, not losing sight of the present, but having that long-term goal and knowing who I want to be so that the process of becoming her is just natural. Yeah. The next thing that I would focus on if I were restarting my business or starting a chocolate business or trying to elevate my chocolate business is I would think about the business that fits with my lifestyle. So this is something that came into hand for me, I would say very strongly this year. And it's something that I think a lot of us don't really think about when we start a business. We just think that we just want to make chocolate and do what makes us happy. But, you know, you have a life, right? You have a life. And so you have to be honest with yourself and think, what kind of life do you want to have while you have a business? You know, are you in a stage in your life where you can commit a hundred percent, a hundred ten percent to your business. Uh, maybe you're single. Maybe you don't have kids. Maybe you have, I don't know. Uh, you don't have to worry so much about the finances of it. Do you have that luxury that you could really devote time and energy towards something and not have that pressure of having to provide for someone else or having to take on the bulk of the house bills? Like that. I'm not trying to like you know, discriminate or whatever against certain people, but that's just the reality of it, right? Like you have to think of like the business that fits for your lifestyle. And if you can't come to terms with that, then you're just living in kind of like la-la land, believing that because you love to do something, it's just naturally going to support you. And unfortunately I wish, but it doesn't work that way. So you have to think about, you know, if you are trying to get the business into something that could provide you the ideal lifestyle that you dream then you have to, again, go back and devise yourself a plan on how to get there. You have to think of what are the things I need to have in place in order for me to have a business that I only work, let's say you say I only want to work 10 hours a day. And you might be thinking 10 is a lot. Mm. When you have your own business, especially when you're starting off, it's not uncommon for you to be working all hours of the day, all the time, everything crazy, because you're just trying to get it running, just trying to get off, off its legs, basically. Once you get a little bit more organized, I hope that you get to a place that you could have a set schedule for tasks. You could have, you know, a set schedule. You could have a team, perhaps. You could have an actual space where you really are the leader of that space. You're not tied to it like it's a job that you're tied to all the time, but you really have that space that you could have the business and you could have the life. Again, I feel like not a lot of people think about these things as they start it because you're just so hungry to get your chocolate business off the ground. And it's so much work. I am very aware of that from personal experience. It is so much work. And it might be years before you get some sort of life from it. But I feel that if you go with it, you know, with this awareness of what type of life that you want from your business then you automatically will have to start to think about the plans to execute that. And plans are the fastest way and the most secure way to actually make things happen. So again, this goes back to 
business, like business 101. I talk about it all the time, but I feel that so many chocolatiers out there are winging the business side of the business and they are doing everything they can that feels good creative wise and killing themselves, working all these hours, pumping out as much product, trying to sell as much chocolate, trying to do all the damn things. But on the business side, they're not giving enough attention to systems, structures, sales, hiring, delegating, accounting, these other things that actually make the business run smoothly, that actually would allow you to take your foot off the pedal, potentially pass it to someone else or a team of other people and actually allow you to breathe. Yeah. Anyways, I just wanted to come on today and share that for today's podcast because I don't know, I got to thinking about it. I was like, I've been out of the chocolate game, meaning I haven't been producing in like over six months. And it's been nice. (laughs) I'll be honest, it's been nice. It's been nice to only have one business to focus on for a change. I achieved uh, everything I wanted to with Kadena Chocolate, the chocolate side. And I knew that when I shifted to just doing the online side, I knew that it's a sidestep and I knew that there's a time and place for everything. I recognize the season that I'm in. And I also know that the day that that comes back, if I decide to bring it back, is there's all these things in place that would have to happen. And as I was, you know, thinking about the life that I want to have, it totally made sense for me to go the route that I'm going. And I feel very called to that. I'm very excited about what I have planned for 2024. But I also feel that there's still so many chocolatiers out there who struggle with, you know, making this plan for themselves. Like, it's not enough to just say, I want to have my own chocolate business. I want to be successful in business. That's not enough. That's not a plan. That's a statement, but that's not a plan. That's a great statement, (laughs) but it's not very definitive. It's very vague. You have to really define, you know, what you want your business to look like. Tap into yourself. What is your unique personality trait that makes you you? Uh, What do you see yourself going in five years? Where do you see your business? What kind of life do you want to have besides outside of chocolate, right? And is it possible? Absolutely. 100%. I 100% believe that. Anyways, if you found this podcast at all helpful, please do me a kind favor and leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. I'd super appreciate it. As we're wrapping up 2023, I know, I know, I know that so many of you are just dying for a break and you're like, I barely have time to think about my business, but I promise you, I can't emphasize this enough that if you pay more attention to the business side of your business, then you will make your life so much easier. I cannot say that enough. Anyways, I hope you guys are having a fantabulous Friday and I will catch you on the next one. Happy holidays. And that is a wrap. Thank you so much for listening. If you found this podcast helpful and would be so kind, share the good news. Let your chocolate friends know, post about it on social media, or simply leave a five-star review. Because honestly, if I can help others to do the dang thing too, that is just awesome sauce in my book. Oh yeah, by the way, I say things like awesome sauce. (laughs) Anyways, y'all, I'm going to close with my personal mantra for life. Remember, Chocolatier, I truly 100% believe it and I know it to be true. You are absolutely worthy of the life you dream. You just have to have the courage to keep pursuing it. Till next time, friends.